0: Welcome. This is Jamie, and this is Donna, and this is episode number one hundred sixty-three of the Circus Seventy-One podcast for the week of May twenty-third, twenty twenty-three. Happy World Turtle Day! Turtles, really? Like Crush? Yeah. Well, I picked that because we we're going to Vero Beach in a few weeks. There you go. Yeah. Coming up on today's show: Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser has no more. Galactic hope. what? galactic star cruiser that was a little better sorry star wars galactic star cruiser has no more hope do you like that as opposed to a new hope
1: uh, it was average mm-hmm.
0: figment ap magnet will be coming walt disney world switches up hotel room categories and in our main segment we continue our top five in five series this is the circus 71 podcast all right, Donna, on to the news. Um, and this was posted today as we're recording on May 21st. The Magic Carpets of Aladdin experiencing repeated extended downtime for weeks at the Magic Kingdom.
1: Magic- I know this is breaking your heart, Jamie.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, there was uh, there's a reason <laughs> I, br- I brought this up as, as part of our news story, which I is a little bit more interesting. Um, magic kingdom opened at 9. AM this morning. Um, and the carpets have remained non-operational since nine Oh two this morning. Jeez. Um, crazy enough, lightning lane bookings were still available at the time of this posting from our friends at WWNT.com. The reason that I brought this up, Donna is because, um, now do you have this article up? Um,
1: attempting to. My computer, I literally just okay. had pages unresponsive, like, we're crawling tonight.
0: Perfect, because I kind of don't want you to see it. <laughs> um, there's a reason. Le- and this is the reason I brought up this article. Okay. Last year, according to WDW Stats, which is a pretty cool website that I had never seen before, um, Magic Carpets ranked seventh across all of Walt Disney World for total amount of interruptions with really? 40, 434 minutes. And apparently the year prior was roughly the same. For Magic Kingdom... That,
1: 434 minutes doesn't seem that terrible, does it? Like, uh, annually? Is that what that's saying?
0: Yeah, it might. That that uh, I, Yeah, that's how I read it. Because um, that's what, like eight hours? Yeah, Interesting. Because I would think that's a lot. Maybe that's a typo, but I'll, I'll look at that um, You know, more in depth. Um, but it was at Magic Kingdom fourth behind, what do you think?
1: Oh. Well, first, I think has to be Space Mountain. Because <laughs> that poor attraction is down all the time. Fourth behind What? Um, Are we just talking MK, Jamie, or property-wide?
0: Just Magic Kingdom.
1: Fourth behind...
0: Buzz. Nope. I I don't think I would have gotten these. I think it's pretty amazing, actually.
1: Yeah, oh, Andrew's Andrew's jumping up and down. Who he's also for our listeners. He's named himself our executive producer. <laughs> yeah. uh, so our executive producer is jumping up and down and says, "People mover."
0: Correct. People mover. <laughs> I um, hate when
1: he's right.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know if these <laughs> That's are why particular. I'm the executive producer. <laughs> okay. I don't know if these are in any particular order, uh, Donna. But uh, "People Mover" was one of them. Peter Pan's flight. Really. And, Prince Charming Regal carousel. Nah. I don't know. It, it's pretty interesting um, looking at this this article, but I'll have to, like you said, go a little bit more in depth and see, um, like what the actual definition of an interruption is, because I, I don't have that, um, you know, information. But I don't. I feel like it can't be cumulative, because that seems way too low. I agree. So, but nevertheless. Hopefully they get it together, I guess. I don't really care about this, because I think it's the I, I think well, it's the worst of those spinner attractions. <laughs> Maybe Triceratops spin.
1: So, I, whew, at least you get a decent view from Triceratops, but although I guess now, not anymore, you see the the bulldozed pad. Um, the carpets is always fun because the spitting camel.
0: Yeah, I guess that's probably the the best part i just hate the traffic it creates in the middle of uh, Adventureland like that fair so, uh do you have
1: any uh stupid transition for me bring it on
0: oh shoot um i guess i have to know <laughs> what's next <laughs> um uh magic carpets well going down you know intermittently to going down permanently there you
1: go so this next story guys holy macaroni i'm assuming if you listen to our podcast you've probably already heard this news but just in case disney announced that the star wars galactic star cruiser is closing permanently in september the final voyage which now is sold out which hardy har har we're all surprised to hear that uh is september 28th 29th and wraps up on the 30th so their statement reads as follows Star Wars Galactic Starcruiser is one of our most creative projects ever and has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation immersive entertainment. This premium experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms, and we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach far more of our guests and fans. We will be contacting guests booked for voyages departing on or after September 30th to discuss their options and modify their plans. To prioritize these guests, we are pausing new bookings until May 26th. We are proud of all the cast members and Imagineers who brought Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser to life and look forward to delivering an excellent experience for guests during the remaining voyages over the coming months. So the fact that they're struggling is not new. Um, to anyone, JPEC tried to tote that they were having such high demand of this thing that has and always was nonsense, is and always was nonsense. Um, at the very, very beginning, there was fairly high demand until people saw prices. <laughs> and then they balked or, you know, one and done. Um, I contacted the whopping three families that I ever had do this experience, three families. And all three of them said, that, Donna, thanks so much for letting me know that it's closing. But no, we did it once. We're good. <laughs> so knowing, you know, that they had a good time but didn't need to do it again before it closes is, is pretty telling. Even with the um, Disney Visa card offer that that they off- they put out there, the cast number offer that they put out there, they still were not able to to make this thing sustainable.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm going to kind of go back and forth between, you know, uh, looping things from our next story that we have, Donna, with some of the rumors in regard to this. But I do want to address Disney's statement Typically, it's, it's pretty flowery, you know, when they have statements like this. Um, but I actually do agree. I, I, I want to give them credit for a creative project. I want to give the Imagineers credit for the design um, and, and the creativity behind it. I want to give the cast members and equity actors that were on the Star Cruiser all the credit in the world that they, in my opinion, deserve. You and I have said this ad nauseum this falls at the feet of management who got greedy with the pricing. Absolutely. Um, And and some of the rumors, stuff that hasn't necessarily been confirmed, but enough smoke, there's fire, um, that Imagineering was working on revamped stories and that it was supposed to, as I think you and I predicted in our our crystal ball a few weeks back, um, go throughout the end of the year and then close. So this was a, very all of a sudden decision to shut it down um, well fiscal year jamie exactly um but it was supposed to go at least through these Vervant rumors like they were actively working on new storylines and things like that um because you know now those people that were booked when they're being rebooked are getting a 50 percent discount
1: and if they can't change their travel dates, they're be being given 50% off of a Walt Disney World stay during those dates.
0: Oh, interesting. That I hadn't read that part. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely a, a fiscal year reason, obviously. Um, but it also seems to come out of seemingly nowhere that people were actively working on this um, moving forward. New merchandise, new storylines. Um, and things like that, at least to get it through calendar, uh, 2023. Um, so like I said, I want to praise Imagineering. It it was never going to be my thing and I'll speak for you where I don't think it was ever really going to be your thing either. Um, to try something different. I think they, their mistake was putting it behind a huge paywall and Donna, I don't know going forward what they really can do with this because the outside of the building is so ugly um, I, I've seen better prisons, quite frankly. <laughs> um, the only thing that I could think that I thought was a pretty cool idea is using that um, cargo van transport and almost annexing this to Galaxy's Edge, like it always should have been, just not with that that paywall behind it. Um, at least temporarily, I don't know. Either that or I think they just got to bulldoze it. I don't think... I don't know what the in-between would be. So I had said, I had thought
1: I even said on the show at one point in time that I could see them doing like a a replacement for the Luau, like another dinner show there. So they could still have some, some equity actors. They could still have some of the cast members and it probably wouldn't be, you know, the same hours. Couldn't be the same hours, but at least something available. And they could put a big price tag on experience like that, Jamie. And I think fans would pay because of the dinner show, you know, experience. You know, hey, we're going to have a meal and we're going to have this immersive dinner show as well. Um, one of our listeners and one of my clients, Dustin, said he would love to see them. You know, as much as they can strip out the rooms and use the stuff they're able to save from the rooms on the next um, Disney cruise ship. The third, the third of the Wish, the Treasure, then the whatever the third one's going to be. Next Triton class, I think it is.
0: Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It's like I said, I want to give credit where credit's due that. I don't, it it wasn't ever going to appeal to me. It was executed. Well, it was the pricing that was an epic, epic failure. Shall we say a galactic failure?
1: (laughs) Well, it's, it's interesting that, and I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not stepping on toes on the next article. My computer is literally like the video feed is even jumpy right now. I I'm, I do not have a great internet connection I think happening right now or the computer just for you started to take your pick, which I love doing with my 20 tabs open. (laughs) But in any case, um, I've heard rumors, and you know, people can say whatever they want, and I can repeat whatever I want under the the rumor, rumor, rumor. I have no reason, uh, you know, no confirmed reason to think this is the tr- the truth. But that the reason that they are closing it that particular date in this fiscal year in 2023 fiscal year is so that they could write it off as a tax loss for the whole project, which means that both things I just suggested could not happen. For a very, 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 very long time. Or they wouldn't be able to claim that all as a tax loss.
0: Yeah, I, I think the only thing they would have to... I mean, they could prove a loss, but I think they actually almost have to destroy it like they are... Like I told you about the Harmonious Barges. They have to record filming destroying those things. Um, which, man, I, I'd almost love to operate whatever piece of machinery it was to destroy that. <laughs> but... Yeah,
1: give I, me pleasure too.
0: <laughs> yeah I, I don't know how you know that actually works, but um it, it's interesting. It, it's seeing what would happen. I just I don't think they can open it up as just a standard hotel because of A how the building looks and, and B there's no pool anywhere.
1: I posted that on um, my, my personal travel page And I had a couple fans that were like Oh I didn't know there wasn't a pool And all this other stuff And someone suggested a rooftop pool And I was
0: laughing really hard Yeah So nevertheless Are you able to do the next news story Or do you need me to uh... I mean
1: this was my one So you're up next my friend You're you're number four You're evens No you're odds Excuse me you're number three I'm evens
0: Yeah I did the rumor as number three What? Yeah, the room. The room. You're right. So that's you. No, Donna, I'm one and three. You would be two and four. This is number four.
1: Number. So number four segment. Yes. Okay, I was. I didn't. Sorry, I didn't realize that we had covered. Andrews be beep beeping me. I'm not be beep beeping. I didn't realize that was the whole story. I told you that. You're the worst. Anyway.
0: Beeping you? I don't even know what that means.
1: Struggle bus. beep beep. Struggle uh. bus.
0: I didn't know if it was code for something. Anyways, let me
1: start No, would you stop it? New figment pass holder magnet coming soon. I don't know why we're talking about a pass holder magnet other than the fact that I love me some figments. Um, but a new figment pass holder magnet will be out soon. Um, they teased a new magnet, didn't confirm those figments, but had enough in there that like, come on, man, like between the writing and purple and you know, the, the phrasing that they used. come on, it's definitely going to be figments using the word imagination to, to, to reference him and things like that. Um, We don't know when, where, how we're going to get the sucker, but you know that I will be the proud owner of it. Unless of course it's like three days only like they did with the symbol one and we're on the cruise then, which would be, you know, typical.
0: Yeah. I, I hope not as well. Um, so I probably should have put I I finished with the um, other uh, AP announcements. So I'll just go to my next story. Um, from uh, imagination to Tomorrowland, Buzz Lightyear meet and greet returns to themed photo op location at the Magic Kingdom.
1: This should have been back for so long. Just having to wave to him on the stage and him switching out with Stitch was so annoying. When they have the perfect backdrop for him, I'm so pumped about this.
0: Yeah, and Stitch is still meeting at that thing. Right. Which I don't understand either. No. But nevertheless, um, this is uh, the photo op in between um, Carousel of Progress and basically the exit to Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger. Yeah. Um, He has his new updated look, which is way more in line with the actual Toy Story movies. Um, Fun fact, Donna, do you know what used to be? In this space. When? Oof. Our early 90s? I mean, maybe even before that?
1: Was that the Skyliner station?
0: Nope, that was above Space Mountain, actually.
1: Sorry, not Skyliner, you know what I meant. Space Mountain Okay.
0: Clearly, I knew what it was because I was there yeah. it right away.
1: God <laughs> I in didn't heaven,
0: realize, yeah, the sky. Well, that
1: was up. like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the porpoise back and forth, and I was like, "Oh dear God in heaven, we need to clarify yeah. that the porpoise is not a hotel.
0: That's not a real thing. It doesn't exist. <laughs> it's like the limit."
1: Um. Okay. No. What is it?
0: They that like wall that is there was built to keep people out because it actually used to be a. Uh, like small amphitheater in Tomorrowland. Wow, I don't remember that at all. The rocket, rocketeer plaza, something, something like that. Um, I don't remember seeing this this show. But do you remember when, or do you, you know, when you go on the uh, the people mover and you're essentially right above where Buzz would meet? You know how they have those circular holes on the left yes. hand side, and they're like frosted now with the TTA logo. Yes, They used to be clear so you could see into the um like the small amphitheater.
1: Gosh that would have had it been small because of where the train runs, right?
0: I mean no, because the train would be more west.
1: I can't picture how that would fit, but I'm sure it was. Yeah, so.
0: Nevertheless, I'll pull up a picture of it while you're going on to the uh, next story.
1: Except for the fact that it's your turn. Oh, no, you just did buzz. I'm really struggling today. Beep, beep. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, moving right along to a wonky is the best word I can use for this. Like, I I get it, but at the same time, I I don't, and I kind of don't like it. So let me go through, and and you guys can all kind of make your own judgment here. So Walt Disney World has switched to what they're calling a simplified hotel room category system. So in the past, when you're booking at a deluxe resort, there might be um, standard view, which I always kind of warn folks against that like standard view means like parking lot view or like dumpster view or bank of air conditioner view, like probably want to stay away from that and at least do like a garden view or you know up to like a water view or a theme park view or insert view here. Now they are saying that there are only three room types for most deluxe resorts. So guests can choose between a theme park view when possible so based on the resort location um, a water view or a resort view at deluxe hotels. So there's no way to guarantee um, like I was mentioning, with that standard view of of the you got a kind of crappy thing right next to you, there's no way to guarantee that you're not. Going to have that if you go with resort view, or you might have a beautiful view of gardens within the resort. Uh, water view could mean pool or it could mean a body of water. Um, there used to be so many more classifications, and they're saying that this is the part that kills me, Jamie. Guests will still be able to leave a note requesting a specific room or view, but the resort will not be able to guarantee your choice at booking. So. Last time I checked, Disney doesn't really care what um, (laughs) requests people make. And they love to throw us as agents under the bus. Oh, your agent didn't communicate your request. Bull, moo, that. I communicated the request at least three times to you in three different ways. And you just chose not to give it. And then you're going to throw us under the bus. So... I certainly don't love that piece. I don't love that people can't guarantee that they're not going to look at a dumpster or they're not going to look at a parking lot or, or whatever the case may be. I get that it simplifies things a whole lot for the resort, but again, this seems like a change that's being made to help Disney, not to help our guests. And that bothers me.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know why. And Donna, I'm going to put a link in our, um, in our show notes there for you to check out when you get a chance. Okay. Um, it was called the Galaxy Palace Theater at Rocketeer Plaza. Yeah, um, yeah I, I don't... I, I, this almost, I guess, makes it just easier for Disney, like for the, the whoever does the scheduling of the rooms um, because, you know, you don't have these certain different room categories. And then we talked you know off podcast about what about like Savannah view at Animal Kingdom Lodge and that's still a thing um so i, I just don't get the simplification um cuz you know it's not all right now now theme park what was you know the the, the differing views I, I don't know but i mean for for a, like boardwalk villas for example there's no difference um you know for for points wise to use their dvc points between boardwalk view and garden view or pool right. view or or whatever. And that's the other thing, what exactly is a water view? Does that mean a pop century like the old pool view is now a water view or
1: Yes, water, water, water view is either. It could be hourglass either lake pool. or it could be the the pool. 100%. It's water is water. Just, and they're so 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 different. There are some guests who from years ago when I first started booking to, you know, even recently, Donna, we know we're going to spend a lot of time at the pool. Not necessarily something I would do on my Walt Disney World vacation, but it doesn't mean that's not other people's priority. And, you know, if that's something they really want, they really liked being right there, being yeah. able to walk out of their door and be at the pool. Or, you know, it, it even worked for for families sometimes who had like uh, a smaller one napping and they had a pool room. They could sit at the pool 100 yards away with a monitor watching their kid nap while also engaging with an older sibling playing at the pool. I mean, there were very real and tangible benefits to knowing exactly, within reason, where you would be staying.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's an interesting one. Um, but I wanted to talk uh, about our last story here. Walt Disney World announces VI Passholder days in June and teases the figment magnet, as we talked about previously. Um, What The biggest one, in my opinion, other than like increased discounts, I mean, there's always going to be treats and photo ops and things like that, that I thought was super interesting is pass holders will have a limited time, exclusive space to rest and cool off with dedicated seating subject to availability. Um, I... (laughs) That's Donna putting her charger in. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Like, man, I want to know details. Where? When? um, Is it in all four parks? Like, where is this thing going to be?
1: The first place that comes to mind, and the the only thing that's not set in stone for me is the cool off piece, because that... I think, indicates that there might be air conditioning as opposed to, you know, just being undercover. But one place that stood out to me as a possibility would be like Tomorrowland Terrace.
0: Mm. Yeah, because technically, I guess that's considered air conditioned, even though it's not like on all all walls or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the one that's most interesting to me. And I mean, Donna, we're sitting here on... May 21st, and and don't really have any more information about this, so. Well, wait and see, right? Yeah, I, I suppose so. All right, Donna, let's go ahead, wrap up the news, and take a quick break, and we will be back with our next installment of our Top 5 in 5 series. All right, Donna, continuing our Top 5 in 5 series, this week we're going to go to restaurants. Um, which since you and I had some clarification off podcast about what that (laughs) actually meant, um, why don't you kind of explain this category to our listeners?
1: Okay. So Jamie and I were thinking of table service restaurants. So as opposed to quick service, because we have talked a whole ton. I mean, in fairness, we talked about both, but go to restaurants. So if a friend or family member or a client, you know, says, Hey, I'm going to be at this park for this day. What restaurant should I go to? boom, what's the go-to? Or if we know that our family is is taking a trip and, you know, boom, what restaurant do we know we want to go to? Um, you know, what might they be? So we made some uh, notes and I think we're ready to uh, to compare.
0: Yeah, and I think for baseline guidance, Donna and I said, a restaurant we've gone to um, that we, as Donna kind of alluded to, um, would feel absolutely confident we're going to have a good meal here exactly um so i have five in no particular order and a honorable mention
1: i will do an honorable mention of sorts but actually two honorable mentions of sorts but it's almost a dishonorable mention if you will uh ones that used to be on the list but sadly no longer are Is kind of the way i like when i was making my list i was like oh well this used to be but wouldn't be on the list anymore so i did jot those down
0: oh i already know one of them i'm assuming of course. Kate May.
1: Of course. So there's one of them right there. And where's the other one that I would put in that list, my friend? Where do we used to go? Yep. Where did Andrea used to go all the time? Loved going and have not been since they really changed things.
0: Um... Oh, Tony's?
1: California Grill.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. Okay.
1: I know that that never was to you what it was to us. But we absolutely loved it. We loved going up and getting the California roll sushi with the shrimp tempura. And we liked getting like a brick oven style pizza. The kids meals were perfect for Anthony. They had the nice cheese pizza. They had the best, like this is such a dumb statement, but for anyone with children, especially young children, you're going to appreciate this. A lot of times you're handed a fruit cup and then you as the parent have to take out the fruit and cut it up a gazillion times in order to make it safe to hand over to your child without them, you know, choking on the full grapes in the fruit cup. Cali grill chefs like diced the suckers. They were perfect. I never had to think twice about handing the whole thing to Anthony and saying, go to town. It was just, it was so nice. They had the, what were they called? Bobo balls, Andrew? the little yeah like those little okay they oh god like on top of the fruit like and they loved it we loved it we'd always get there for the five o'clock seating so that way we had a really good chance of getting the window seat that request that we made um it was just one one of our absolute favorite places to go and we have not been since they changed the menu and we will not go until they change it back
0: yeah i we i mean it was pre-menu changes we went there and and had a really good meal um, I don't had an I didn't have any complaints um necessarily we just you know like trying a lot of the the different signatures um so those were your two dishonorable mentions you had an honorable as well
1: no that's what I no. sort of corrected myself to say that those would be my my dishonorable okay. mentions. um I or artist worn... point before the change to snow white could be on that list too
0: yeah for you I we do. I would have given that a second chance, I think. Um, my honorable mention is because I, I thought of something else once we had our our clarification discussion um, and put it on the list. and my honorable mention um, at Disney's Hollywood Studios, Mama Melroses. Um, that doesn't I, make your top five? Um. it's like five and a half. I mean, it's super, super close. Okay. Uh, Um, we've had, have never had a bad meal there. Um, I think from what I've read from people, it, you know, was up and then down and then seemingly back on the upswing right now. Um, but we've never had a bad meal there. I I think it's, it's really good. Um, you you know, it it serves a niche purpose. It's not going to be the super, super fancy, like, a um, oh Donna the Swan, uh Il Molino. It's, right, it's not that. It's just your good Italian place. Um, that Tony should be quite frankly. <laughs> um, and, and we really really like that. You know, I get your your basic. I think they have a chicken parm. The Aiden and paint and get their their penne or pasta or whatever it is. And the atmosphere is is really really cool because it's. I think it's very. You're not in a theme park. Like you're in a themed environment, and it's very um, divisive in a positive way from the rest of Hollywood studios
1: and even Christmas time when they put up the Christmas lights. Cause you know, you're themed like you're eating outside and then they throw the Christmas lights up and it even more brings that feel out. Now mom and ours actually made my top five list. It's a place where Anthony will eat, which I've said before is huge for me personally, yeah. um, knowing that he will eat something there. My mom is 100% Italian speaks the language, knows of the culture Hates garlic, which I don't understand, because I literally would put garlic on every food humanly possible if she was not around. Um, but she will not eat at a ton of Italian places because she thinks it's too garlic and onion and this and that heavy. She eats at Mama Melrose. So that tells me that it's, you know, good Italian, you know, that that she'll enjoy, too. Um I don't know. It's just, I I, I can't say enough about the atmosphere, like you were were talking about, and we've never had a bad meal there either. When I brought, you know, 20 students down, you know, we ate there for a meal and they accommodated 20 students and four chaperones, like, you know, it was their family. Um, So I absolutely, oh yeah saying something something that's that was fun a fun memory from there too we went with a former student of mine and his family and we had a late seating this was pre anthony had a late seating we literally closed the restaurant down the server brought us out like a ton of remaining desserts that they had up they were gonna have to chuck just for fun oh, really because good. he
0: could and yeah, it was um a cool environment. we went there for your 30th too right? we did yeah, yeah. um it, it's 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 solid um so, yeah, it made my even though with all that being said, it did honorable mention yet could be in my top five any any given day. Fair. Um, number five, I, for me, I think is going to surprise you a little bit. OK. Um, but we love this place and I love this place specifically, considering uh, when we're in down there in June, you know, Val said for Father's Day pick, you know, where you want to eat. This was in like my two final choices Um, in Epcot, Teppanito in the Japan Pavilion.
1: We have to try it again uh, because we do love hibachi, but it just wasn't to me as good as I wanted it to be for the price point. I don't mind paying for food. I especially don't mind paying for character dining. Some people think I'm nuts that at 37 I'll still shell out, you know, 50 some bucks for character dining and think it's no big deal. I don't mind paying for dining. But when I could go to my local Benihana and have a better meal, that's a problem.
0: Yeah, I, I and I get that to a certain extent. Um, you know, but... Yeah, you know, when I'm flying down, you know, to, to Disney, I'm not I'm gonna eat at Epcot. I'm not going to some, you know, regular restaurant. And I get some people do that. Um, but i I, I the food there I've never had an issue with. Um and, and I not that I know really what's a ton of good shrimp versus terrible shrimp. You know, but I, I think I, I just really, really, really like this place and haven't had a bad meal there.
1: Fair, fair enough. Um, that did not make my list, but another Epcot location made my list that it better be on yours. I'll be disappointed in you.
0: I think this is probably the first one that I thought of if I'm.
1: Oh, a hundred percent Napoli.
0: Yeah. One
1: hundred percent. That is the first thing. Although I will say the last time we all ate there together, I think the portion size had really been cut from before. Um, but still, as far as quality goes and even quality versus what you're paying per person, it cannot be beat.
0: Yeah, and I I also, you know, Val wanted me to mention as well that, you know, the service is notoriously not (laughs) the greatest. But once again, for some reason, it's, I don't know, I find it borderline charming, I I guess. I I don't know why. but Because, I mean, what are you going to do? You're either going to, you know, get all pissed off or, or laugh because it's... I mean, I remember the one time we got the pitcher to great Oh,
1: my God. I was so mad. Val and yes. I were going to kill someone.
0: I, I'm like kicking Don under the table like, breathe. It's going to be okay. The server dropped. Like, I don't know. Not a quarter glass. It was probably like, you know, less than that. Maybe like a fifth or something. But
1: um, No, no, no. Not of the glass. Of the pitcher.
0: Oh, right right i'm sorry yeah yeah of the, the if liquid. it was a
1: fifth of the glass i would not have cared but it was like a fifth of the pitcher that we paid like 30 dollars for oh
0: i don't even think it was that much but um but yeah this place is solid it, it's so good the pizza is outstanding and you know what donna i have to say i don't think i've ever ordered anything other than the pizza
1: I'm um, trying to think we've had the salad a few times, but the salad you have to be hard pressed for because you have, you have to have a minimum of either two or three people at the table have to order it. And it's right. a pretty, it's a pretty high price tag just for like a, a fancy garden salad.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was on, that was the first one I thought of. Um, and, and another one that I didn't put on that probably could be honorable mention, even though I, I would like to get go one more time to make sure um is Tudo Italia because we hadn't gone there in in years since it was like Alfredo's um and that food is outstanding in my opinion as well
1: your mom another did... place where the portions oh. are big
0: yes yeah. and mom was good with that mm-hmm. good good um so I did Tepanito you did Vianapoli I did Vianapoli so we'll go with you
1: Okay, the next one on my list is one that is a hard reservation to get because of the size of the restaurant, and it's not in a um, in a theme park. Which one do you think it is?
0: It's on my list, Beaches and Cream. Sure is. Yeah, I. I well, go ahead. You, you explain, and then I'll <laughs> I'll
1: piggyback. Beaches and Cream to me, the old setup, or even this new one because I like them equally as much. They're very different to me at least, but I like them equally as much with their decor and and all the choices like that. It's one of those places where it's just like Mama Melrose. It's transformative. It takes you away from the hustle and bustle of being at Walt Disney World. Um, I love the, the cast member costumes there. I love the The simple food choices, burgers. My favorite thing to get there is a grilled cheese that you can add ham to. So I get grilled ham and cheese with tomato. It is phenomenal. Um, you can get French fries. You can get house made chips. You can get watermelon. Um, you know, knowing that you're gonna pound a gigantic sundae when you're done, <laughs> watermelon might be the the way to go. Um, I, I absolutely love this restaurant. I love the feel of it. It is is definitely. Um, one of my top five go-to places for sure. We actually have, it's a weird time, but we have a reservation at like 2.15, I think, on Father's Day. I keep trying to move it to something a little better, but, you know, we're holding it for now.
0: Yeah, I, I the only thing I would, I would slightly disagree with, and I have, was never in person for this, is I, I think, I don't like that they toned down, I think, the theming a little bit because um, the original from pictures that I've seen, super bright, super colorful. Like it, it to me looked a lot more fun as opposed to the the toned down myth, if you will. Um, but, man, talk about a good burger. Talk about just kind of basic food, mm-hmm. but almost elevated where it's, it's comfortable and i'm trying to think i, I get uh, and i'm trying to look it up it's taking forever i think i get the french dip yeah that's what i use Yeah,
1: that's what andrew gets too shocking well, that you two get that
0: it's outstanding I, I like love every you know and i may have gotten the bacon ranch uh chicken sandwich one time or a, i don't know if they do a grilled chicken but aiden and peyton love it you know they usually get um either cheeseburger hot dog something like that and and then the two different sides but such a good good place I I love beaches and cream
1: whenever I have folks who are staying at yacht beach or even boardwalk I always suggest this if they're getting in like mid-afternoon and don't have park admission for that first day this is always you know my suggestion hey can I try to get you a beaches and cream? Are you flexible with time? Do you just want to have dessert? If I can get you a nine fifteen reservation, you know, there's there's just so much available um, on the menu between between the the you know main entrees and just the desserts that it's just a fun place to be.
0: No, I totally agree. Um, so it's back to you again.
1: <laughs> so I've done three. You've done three too, Jane. Uh, one,
0: two, three. Yes.
1: Okay, so my next one is one that I can feel the eye roll already. Chef Mickey's.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So to me, when I think about iconic Walt Disney World dining locations, a dining experience that you're not going to get somewhere else, Dining inside the A-frame structure of the contemporary with a monorail buzzing by, with Chef Mickey and his pals coming around to greet you, with, you know, the the environment changing based on if it's morning and it's bright sunlight pouring through or if it's evening and, you know, it, it's darker and, you know, the light's not coming through, it looks like a totally different place. Chef Mickey's food, I will admit, sometimes the buffet is not the best, but their family style was phenomenal. And I've heard that now that they transitioned back to buffet, the food quality has maintained a higher level, which makes me happy, especially with the price tag. Someone says, someone says to me, Donna, I want to do a character dining meal, either Chef Mickey's or Hollywood and Vine are the two that come out of my mouth. And I know how you feel about Hollywood and Vine. So I went Chef Mickey's.
0: Uh <sighs> I think it depends on the characters. Um, In in my opinion, best character meals, I'll get to one in a little bit. Um, But Acreshoes, I didn't put that on my list just because, or Acreshoes, whatever it is, Um, because we've only gone there once. But the food there was outstanding. Um, Chef Mickey's, I, I... I, I wouldn't put it on, on my a go-to list because for me, it's it's more of a rite of passage. You do it once to say you did it kind of thing. Because, um, I mean, from the food, like, is there really any significant difference between Chef Mickey's and Crystal Palace? I,
1: yes. I Crystal Palace is awful.
0: Donna? I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Terrible. It is absolutely terrible. And the characters take hours to come around to you. I would never recommend Crystal Palace to anybody.
0: Yeah, I mean I wouldn't either. But I mean in the in the food, I don't think there's much daylight between the two. But
1: do you have your finger on top of your microphone? You just like muffled oh. yourself.
0: Is this any better?
1: It sure is. Oh, Way so... to go, fat finger.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't have my hand on it. Um, but uh, my next one is I don't think going to be on. Actually, you know, let me. Sa- I'm going to save that one um, because I, I'm almost guaranteed that's not going to be on your list, and this okay. next one might. And I kind of referenced it with what I was just talking about: um, characters for breakfast, not for dinner. But um, either or is outstanding, and that would be at Riviera Topolinos.
1: My biggest complaint is that they've gone back to what they had done for that short period of time, which is they're only allowing you to order the one entree. They're not allowing you to order more. And I refuse to pay that kind of money for one small plate of food
0: for breakfast. You mean
1: correct? Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. I, I and I get that. Um, you know, I, although they say in fair, the portion sizes have gotten bigger supposedly. And, and people have kind of confirmed that, um, but nevertheless, whether it's the the breakfast, whether it's the dinner, I've done both. I'm going to say I think at least twice. We may have only done the dinner once, but I think we did it twice. Um, and the food there is outstanding. The views are amazing. Um, character interactions and character costumes for breakfast are really cool can't see it anywhere else um i i just i love this restaurant and, and i would recommend it to anybody else and up until we ate at Shoes, i would say this was my number one character meal you know that breakfast um but i would give it a solid number two
1: I mean, it's beautiful. The restaurant's beautiful. The view out on that porch is second to none. Um, I'm sure at night it's, it's stunning too. We have yet to get over there um, for dinner, especially I want to see dinner when it's dark, which is slightly harder this time of year here in Florida when it's light out until, you know, nine o'clock at night. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful. I just, again, I don't mind paying for character experiences, but I, I'd like to walk out full and I'm, I would be darned if I was gonna not be full after paying fifty dollars for breakfast.
0: You, you've not done dinner, right? We have not. Okay. Yeah that that one needs to go on your list because it's.
1: Oh, trust me, Jamie. It very much is. It very much is.
0: Yeah, although at this point, I would do acre shoes first.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I want to do acre shoes for breakfast, and you keep saying no one has to be lunch or dinner.
0: I mean, I. I... Pro it's the food for me. Like I think you could get that food other places. Like the the dinner, I think is, you know, a better option. I don't think breakfast would be bad, but it's it's no significant difference between like you like a chef Mickey's or Hollywood and Vine for that matter. Well,
1: Anthony is currently claiming he doesn't want to meet the princesses on The Wish in two weeks. Because I have a reservation for the Royal Gathering. He's currently saying that he doesn't want to meet them. He only wants to meet, like, the he keeps saying Disney characters. I'm like, dude, the princesses are Disney characters. He's like, not the girls. So what I don't know, you know if we were at the not girls stage at six and a half. But um, I'm also not going to be paying the Akershu's price tag for him to, I don't want to see the princesses. They'll leave him home. <laughs> Just jump onto your reservation. Let's just give him twenty bucks. And Anton is here. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh you have one more or two more?
1: I have one more. Go ahead. Okay. So this one I think is probably going to surprise you. And honestly, it almost surprised me a little bit, which sounds stupid because obviously I'm the one who made the list. But I kept coming back to it because again go-to's this is what this is supposed to be about a place that we go to frequently a place that we would recommend to other people um Can i think one guess disney springs yep
0: oh okay i was gonna be wrong uh i was i thought you were leading up to trattoria al forno because that almost made my list
1: um it's actually one that that i had on the list as well we've only eaten there twice and i know twice was the the number for for them t- for it to make our list Oh, he you're really...
0: Strict. Yeah, He's he looks puzzled, guys. Yeah, because I don't know what you've gone to there multiple times. I mean, I'd say Landry's, homecoming, but I don't think you've gone there.
1: We have Homecoming multiple times, and it's excellent. But this is a Landry's, Landry's restaurant. T-Rex? Yeah.
0: I didn't so know here's I was the, the thing. Often.
1: Anthony loves it. He absolutely positively... Ta- easy for me to talk today, apparently. Positively Holy crap, Batman. <laughs> A little help positively. Andrew's here breaking it down for me like
0: it's my syllable. <laughs> Those four syllable words, they're they're
1: tough. <laughs> um, but in any case he just he absolutely loves it and with the Landry's card, I don't know if if we've even talked about Landry's card on our show before. You can walk up to any of the Landry's restaurants. So when we're talking about Walt Disney World, we're talking about T-Rex, and Rainforest Cafe at Disney Springs, and then Rainforest Cafe at Animal Kingdom, as well as Yak and Yeti at Animal Kingdom. Um, So we're talking about those four properties. Without a reservation, you walk up, you say, hey, I'm a Landry's card member. You either show your physical card or give your telephone number linked to your Landry's card account. And they say, okay, you know how many is in your party? And the longest we ever had to wait was literally on Mother's Day a year ago i think it was and we waited like 15 minutes and the line was out the door they literally they, they even have a, a different check-in for landry's members you don't right. have to wait like the normal ridiculous line um for those who are interested it's a 25 dollars one-time buy-in but then as soon as you purchase the card they then load 25 dollars reward onto your account so it's it's a no in my opinion no duh situation to just if you're going to eat at any of those restaurants to go ahead and sign up they send you a birthday reward every year on your birthday you accrue points by by dining there whatever big fan of landers club um so because of that we routinely go over and eat at t-rex we probably dined there andrew what four four times last year um, so again, when you consider go-to's like that's, that's a pretty high number that you're posting. Um, I will say the food is grotesquely expensive. Like it is stupid expensive. What you pay for like a hamburger or, um, andrew got a steak there once and it was like $60 and he's like, yeah, I'm not paying $60 for a steak here again. Like that's nuts. Um, Oh yeah. I was going to order a salad cause I legitimately enjoy salads. And it was like $23 without protein. I was like, I'm not paying $23 for a salad pre-protein. Like, that's that's crazy. Um, But we've never had a bad meal there. On the contrary, we've actually had really, really good food there. It might be expensive, but it's it's actually quite good. Uh, The environment's really fun. It's great for kids. Um, I don't know. Again, like when we talk about restaurant go-tos, this is probably one of the top number of visits that we accrue of any restaurant any given year as of the last couple of years
0: yeah i we ate there once aiden loved it um he, he's very very big into dinosaurs um and, and i had a salmon that was very very good I'm i to told if- you even still on the menu. Um, which by the way, next time you're going, let me know. I have a gift card I need to sell you. they, um, have,
1: they have their regular menu and then they also have like a specialty menu, which I've gotten food off of that several times, and it is downright delicious. Oh, our they our got buddy rid Mr. Of
0: the salmon that I got.
1: It might have been one of the specialty items, Jane. Our buddy Mr. G, who is a food mm. critic of all food critics, I'm sure that you know that based on knowing him, loves the food there. When we go eat at T-Rex, we text him. And when we're, you know, halfway through our entree, we order an entree for him and bring it over to him when we're done. Like that's how good their food is.
0: Yeah, I, I don't have, I'm trying to say, no, no, what's it wasn't cool, that's wild, that's a shame. Um, it was like a bourbon salmon or something really, really mm-hmm. um, it, one, My one huge critique about that place, I thought it was way too loud. Like I think it's stupid loud in there.
1: I think it depends where you're seated, which is unfortunate. Like in that cave area, I agree. It's loud and it's actually dark. I've seen older folks uh, pull out their cell phones to light their menu.
0: And I think that we were in like the ice cave.
1: That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Super, super loud. Um, We'll get back around to it. I mean, Aiden asks about it all the time, but I would rather go homecoming for sure. Um, So we'll do my last one. Which all I right. don't know if you've been to. No, I think you may have gone recently because we told you to, um, and we're Perhaps going back. We told you, to, did you hear him? Yeah. Um, well, I think you went to this because, or, or at least I recommended it. Um, Sana at uh, Kadani Village.
1: Yeah. So we did dine there once. Um, we enjoyed. We went a Friday in Lent, and we are Catholic, so we we didn't eat meat. So all we had was we shared a salmon that was okay. Um, but the bread service was phenomenal, and the dessert actually stole the show.
0: <laughs> you should have just gone to Yachtsman Steakhouse for that matter. <laughs> um, but no, th- this place is is really really good. The the ambiance, the view is amazing. The feeling of that restaurant is super cool. If you're
1: by the windows. That was something that Andrew and I actually talked about. Andrew, Anthony, and I were at a table right next to the window, and it was phenomenal. But we actually commented, "Holy crap! If you're back there, it's worse than the tiered system at Coral Reef. At least Coral Reef, you're up on different tiers. You could potentially see. If you were in the back of that restaurant towards the far wall, you didn't see crap."
0: Yeah, I, I mean, if you're looking for animals, I, I get that. But I mean, you see that there's windows there, and even some of those, like in the center areas, those. Um, almost like similar tables like they have at uh, Satuli Canteen for those bigger parties. Yes. Like the center pods or whatever are, um, um, I don't want to say exclusive, but for lack of a better word, uh, private, I, I guess you could say, Yeah. Um, is, is a re- really cool look. I, I mean, the food there is really, really, really good. And even though it's, it's on this go-to list, like we haven't been there in, in a while um, and, and Val – kind of put her foot down and said we're going, which is fine because this place is, like you said, bread service is outstanding. Did Um,
1: we tell you that we learned that you can personalize that? That you don't have to get each of the different style breads? You can order, like, if you enjoy one style more than the other, you can order you know, may I have two of this and one of this and one of this instead of one of each of the four?
0: I don't think you said that. I don't remember if I knew that or not. Um...
1: Because there was one yeah. that neither Andrew or I cared for, and the server went out of her way to say, like, hey, next time you're here, just ask for two of something else instead of that oh, or whatever.
0: Oh, that's good. good thing to know. Um, but, yeah, the, the place is, is awesome. Um, I, I mean, Food and Bev at Animal Kingdom Lodge, either Jumbo House or Tadani are both um, outstanding. So, yeah, I put Sonal on the list. Okay. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to go, oh my gosh, that's awful, but it just didn't happen to make my top
0: five. Yeah, for sure. So now I'm hungry. Well, social fatties. Yeah, I need to go find something to eat. So, all right, Donnie, you want to take us home, prepare us for next week?
1: <sighs> yeah, that would be awesome if my computer was going to reload this tab. I know we're doing top five, five and five, Jam. I don't know what it is that we're trying to do because my computer's still spinning. Andrew, it's not Disney golf courses. Would you stop? There's not even five to choose from unless you want to do mini golf. Mini golf oh, dear God in heaven. He just said mini golf gouts. All right, Jamie, I finally got this to load, I believe. <laughs> We'd have to
0: go like Winter Summerland top five on the summer course side.
1: Oh, stop it. So next week, we are going to uh, take a dive into what tragic kingdom could look like what villains might be represented there and what would kind of our dream uh theme park look like so stay tuned for that one as always if you have any questions please reach out we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon